he looks at you. He sees something that is not supposed to be in you. He takes it out and puts something new. That thing has not started working until you activate it by faith. What happens is that when you live here, moment you live here, no matter, receive it. The devil just say, okay, they have said this because it will come to pass. Because God watches over his word to perform it, right? What he does, he stands out there and tells you the opposite of what you've heard. And he starts to tell you, why do you think it will work for you? But once you begin to say, from generation to generation, his word is still the same. He watches, oh, that's why you need to, when you quote scripture, he runs away from you. When he tries you twice after every service, he will leave you. He only come when he sees him. But if you are somebody who say, well, pastor talk a lot of good stuff. I don't think it will work for me. He's standing at the door. That thing God put in you, because you said that he has the right to take it and put something worse than what you God took out of you. So the next time you come, rather than it take God one Sunday to take it out, it takes God three or four Sundays. Because God had to first convince you by his word that that thing you have is not him. Until you accept that that thing is not him, he can't take it out from you. So when you miss service, you are missing a part that was supposed to put in you on each service day. Because as you stand like this, only until you get to eternity, you'll be perfect. Any day you, as long as you live on this earth, there's something called sin. It robs of you. It kills some good things in you. But when you come to church, like the Bible says in, in Hebrew chapter 10, verse 25, where he says, Forsake not the assembly of ourselves as other. What it means is that God takes something he sees in that person that you like and makes you the same, but with your own name. Because he creates spare parts each time you come here. He takes the one that is worn out and puts what is good for you. And that's why you see you can live here rejoicing, but when you step out there, you are depressed because you didn't know what you received. He does it, Satan is a deceiver. I see somebody got healed here. I'm not lying, I can't call their name. Got he bam! Walked out of the church. As he walked out of the church, right? Satan said, Do you think you are? Remember, you've had this all this time. And then the person said, oh, that's true. I don't think I'm sick. And immediately, Satan took that sickness, did not give him, he never gives you the same sickness you have. He adds the sickness that holds that sickness in more bondage. On this day today, you will be free. On, on Saturday, I started fasting. I didn't plan to. And the Lord said to me, as you fast, he said, look, there is a connection. I said, what? What am I? You know, when God says, sometimes I ask him, I said, what is that? He said, there's a, there's a link, heaven and earth. And I said, remember that story where Jacob put his head on a stone as a pillow, and he fell asleep, and he saw angels ascending. Why? He called that place Bethel. How many of you remember? Bethel. He called it, he, and the 
forgot to stay there permanently, he poured oil. Anytime you pour God's Pray you understand this. Anytime God pours oil on you, he means that he wants to stay there permanently. And that's why you cannot, you cannot miss service. Because anytime you come, it might not be physical, it's a spiritual. The spiritual means yoke destroyer, body remover, don't forget that. He pours. And when he pours, the only reason why some people can flow and some cannot flow is the level of oil. Remember, if you are going to move a, 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 a strong stone from one destination to another land is flat, a plane, if you pour oil, it's easy. Why? Because oil lubricates both together. It makes them not to have friction. It is the anointing of God that makes us not to argue with one another. You see, these are just simple things you should know. These are simple things. Let me give you another one. Once your oil has overstayed, you begin to you smoke. How many of you have, a, you have driven a bad car that had this exhaust problem? Your oil is old. And when oil gets old, what happens is that it attracts fleas. The oil stinks. Oil is not supposed to stink because oil has what they call life in it. Once that life has been worn out, anything in that oil is dead. That's how many of you know if you leave oil for a long time, on the top of it, you find that it develops what it calls a layer to protect himself. You know what that means? And you want to know what it means? This is not book work. I'm teaching you straight from heaven. What it does is that it protects the others from getting damaged. Some sacrifice to die for others to live. That's why that layer comes up. And then guess what happens once you hit that, that pot? You find out that the top layer is the last to join the bottom layer. Why? Because they... The life underneath the pot transfers from down the middle to the top. Once it catches the top, the top says, okay, we are ready. We're ready to fry anything you want to fry. The same is the oil. Your head is the center of that oil. If you cannot understand, the oil is dormant. The man bows as a man thinketh in his heart. So we see. Amen? Now, we were talking about, I just had to put that in, free of charge. No offering. I never plan to take offering. Never. And I will not. Even when I travel out, I say like that, people think, no. I'm not interested in the offering. I prefer you to give God your side, yourself as a living sacrifice. That's why I share that offering with you, free of charge. Holy and acceptable. Now, it's, the word acceptable means God only doesn't only accept you. He adds the ability to accept you the more. Able. Able. That word able means that you are strong. Acceptable means you have been received. 
when God put those two together, it means when he receives you, he gives you the ability to remain acceptable all the rest of your life. I was teaching earlier on. We are going to sort that out. Sort that out. <laughs> I was teaching about the difference between a goat and a sheep. In the church, you are going to have these two categories of people coming. But God gave a clear instruction. He said, don't touch the goat. Leave the goat. See, he is the one that brings the goat out. Because you know there's the difference between weed and tar. Both look alike in the beginning. But as they begin to grow, the tar has a different look from the weed. Because through the weed, you make flour. Now, why is it that over a period of time, people change? It's because they were not weed, they were tar. But they look like weed, but they were tar. Now, how do you identify that they are tars? I will show you. Number one, you will find out about the sheep is that the sheep always look for, for a church where he, he churches, he goes to a church, one, not many. He visits many, but has a church. Because the Bible says, my sheep heareth my voice. Now, number one about the sheep is that the sheep sees a flock of sheep that looks like him and sits there in security. Now, I explained it in the beginning that a sheep, the first thing the Bible talks about is hearing his voice. The sheep, the first thing God develops in you is his voice. I want to say this, I want to relate it to a mother. After you give birth to your child, the first four days, the child begins to pick your smell. Begins to pick it. And it starts from the breast. There is an odor the breast has that is very distinct to the child. It's not milk. When he smells that for four consecutive days, that smell remains in that instinct or his instinct that that's the person that I'm attached to to the rest of my life. That clears it for that child. Then the next thing, the child, it begins because his senses have to be developed. What happens is that that senses begins to develop to say, okay, I must recognize the voice. That is why, I don't know if you know some children, when they hear the voice of their father, they turn around. Even when they are young, you see them turn their face. Why? It's because that voice had been registered in their mindset that that is the person that gives me security. The same thing to God. The thing he wants to build in you is his voice. Many of you don't know it. You, most of you talk about the flesh. I will help you this evening. Amen. The voice. V O what? I C E. Eyes. The eyes. Why is it that God has a voice? God must have a link he communicates to you. Write that down, number one. He must have a link he communicates to you. God is a communicator. 
God is a communicator. He must have a link where he talks to you. God must be able to talk to you. I read to us when we came here, for those of us that were not here, John chapter 10. I'm going to pick some verses. But allow me to read from verse 1. Those of you who are written that down, don't write again. It's a very, very, I say unto you, he that enter not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is what? A thief and a robber. I shared it to you that a thief comes to steal when you are not there. A robber stands in front of you to contend with you to take what belongs to you. That's the difference. That's why the Bible says the thief cometh not but to, to kill and to destroy. But the Bible says he has come that what? We might have life and do what? Have it more abundantly. You see, the abundant life God is talking about is the type that he wants you to have without no condemnation. Because Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are what? In Christ Jesus. Who walk not what? After the flesh, but after what? The spirit. Then he said, For the law of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. Let me tell you, there is a law that governs sin. And one of the, that I'm going to share, I'm going to give you three of them. There are, number one is ignorance. Number one is ignorance. Number two is lack of knowledge. Number two, lack of knowledge. Number three, disobedience. These three factors empowers the law of sin. Because when you sin, you activate death. Disobedience. When you sin, you activate death. Amen. How many of you know that if you don't hear from God, you are lost? Now, why is it that many Christians say, I hear from God? And even when they say they hear from God, they make the same mistakes you make. Why? Some may hear and don't follow all the way through. Or they might hear part and they hear the whole story. How do you balance that? I'm going to show you how to balance it. And also there's a law of the spirit. Now, I'm going to list out three. There are three, uh, three things that make up the law of the spirit. Number one, you must be obedient. Number one, you must be obedient. Number two, you must pay attention to information or instruction. Pay attention to instruction. Because if you don't pay attention to instruction, 
you can never understand if God is speaking. And number three, you must be an obedient servant. Now, with that said, how do you as a child of God advance from the stage of not hearing from God to the stage of hearing from God? The number one thing God left on this earth for each and every one of us to do is to know and study his Bible. There are two different, there's a difference between know, learn, and there's a difference between study. To learn the word of God means to know it by heart. To study means to know the information that makes it. Write that down. You need all this information. You need all of this I'm sharing with you. To know is different from understanding. To know means you have heard, you, you believe it's true. To understand it means that you know the details of it. To know the details. To know what it takes. Amen, somebody. Just don't want to give you any information. I want to really give you the the way the order is. I don't want to jump over it. Amen. That's why I want to use the notes I made. Even though Dominic is running here, text and tell to get the notes. Please help me, Holy Spirit. I, I he told me in the office I was going to talk about it. I don't know why I didn't took that note. Sometimes God might speak to you and you say, Oh, okay. You might speak to yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I can hear it. Okay, okay, okay. But meanwhile, you need it. But it's true. I want to make sure I line it up precept by precept. I don't want to. I, if I, I can give you the four right now, I can give you all of it. But I would love to take some keywords from my notes. Amen. I said amen. I'm not dragging you, I'm teaching you. So. Once the law of the spirit is established by those three things, there's also the law of death that's established by those other three things. But one of the greatest things man has never failed to understand is this. Any human soul born into this world is vulnerable to death. Why? Remember, death was not in God's original plan and purpose. It was not. Man activated death. I will tell you how. The name angel. The name angel is, I want to spell it right. I want to spell it. I don't want to pronounce it because some of you will laugh at me. You quick are laughing at me. But you forget that I'm the one teaching you. God will have mercy on you. You're quick to judge me. A pastor can't pronounce that word. But he went to school. But guess what though? Even though I can't pronounce that word, I know what it means. Satan fears what I know. Ah, he fears that. He fears what I know because he knows what I know they stop to his work many times. Amen. You will notice something about death. 
I'm going to spell the word. And then you pronounce it. R E P H A I M. Pronounce that word. Rephaim. Rephaim is the name of the Greek word of angel. Now I'm going to pronounce this word. I want you to, to pronounce I want you to. I'm going to spell you pronounce it. The word R A P H A. Pronounce that word. Then the word Rephaim and Rapha are joined together. Rephaim is an angel. But the word Rapha means dead. So when the angel, the cherub, the Rephaim came into the garden. He had no other gift to give them but what? Death. Because he was death. So when he came to the garden, that's I tell you, you must be careful who you receive stuff from. Very careful. It's no and the angel said, did God say? All his intention was to release death to them. That is why if you read, if you, uh, maybe we'll go into it. In Job chapter 26 verse 5. Somebody read Job 26 5. Let me explain. Job chapter 26 verse 5. Death things are formed under the waters. Now let me explain this to you. If you notice something that God did. Oh my God, I have jumped from sheep and goat to death and life to angels and sea and sky. But anything, just grab whichever one you can understand. <laughs> okay? <laughs> just grab anyone you can understand. Okay? The ones that are too much for you, when the days I ask you to ask a question, ask me. Okay? If you notice when in Ezekiel chapter 28, Verse 11, you will notice that God specifically made a pronunciation. He said, he, he said, how had I fallen, O Lucifer, son of the morning? Then he told him, he said, towards the end, I think in verse 15, he said, he will sit by the side of the lake. Now, let me, let me not go too far. Let me help you on this, okay? I'm here, I'm getting something that is so strong. I have to show you scripture. I mean, if you know that if I teach you without the word of God, I'm misleading you. Yeah, and I will not. I promise you, I will not. Okay? Now, let me just pick something from verse 15. Okay? It says, Thou was perfect in all thy ways from the day thou was created. That means Lucifer was created. He was not a God. It says, Till iniquity was found in thee. He said, By the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with what? Violence. He, what that means, let me explain. What it means was that Satan was the one carrying good news from this earth to heaven to tell God in his throne room that this was what man did today. This was, no, man was not put there. This was what flower, the rose said today. This was what the sun said today. This was what the moon said today. So, he was the connection between earth and heaven. 
merchandise means he was selling something to God. And he was selling God back his glory. Now, then he says, and thou hast seen, therefore I will cast thee as profane. That word means he told lies and he curses. He curses angels that are under him. You shouldn't curse. That's why I tell you that. He said, out of the mountain of God, and then I will destroy thee, O covenant cherub, from the midst of the stone on fire. Look at verse 17. Thy heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. It was the most beautiful thing that ever God ever created before man. But he never got the glory. He never got the image. He said, but thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness. He said, I will cast thee to the ground. I will lay thee before kings that they might behold thee. Look at 18. He says, thou hast defied thy sanctuary by what? By the multitude of that time when you, that's why pastors don't do business. You are not called to do business. Traffic means business. We cannot do business. Because it takes away your time. It takes away your time. Then he says, Therefore will I bring thee forth a fire from the midst of thee, and it will devour thee, and I will bring thee to ash upon the earth in the sight of all them that behold thee. Then look at 19. It says, All they that know thee among the people shall be what? Thou shalt be what? You see, Osama Bin Laden, where did he go? He went to meet the devil because he was a terror. Terror, terrorism came from terror. So when he was killed, his soul is in hell. He's in a cage right now, being tormented day and night. And never shall that be anymore. Now, let me show you again here in, in Isaiah chapter 14. Let me show you. Let me also show you 14. I want to coordinate all this so that when somebody is talking to you, you'll be able to tell them that, look, when the angel came into the garden, he was carrying death. Okay, look at it. In verse 12, verse 12, it says, How are thou falling from heaven? He fell from somewhere. He fell from somewhere. All of us came from heaven. You came from heaven. Now, the difference between you is that God sent you through the womb. But Satan fell from heaven. In Luke, uh, in Luke chapter 10, verse 18, it says, he fell like lightning. Fell. Fell means that he lost something for him to fall. That means he slipped. He made the mistake, that's why he fell. He didn't counter the step, that's why he fell. Somebody don't fall for no reason. They fall for a reason. Sometimes the reason might be caused by you, or the reason might be caused by somebody else. But the Bible clearly tells us he fell because of his evil. Iniquity was found in him. Now, let me show you something. He says, O Lucifer, son of the morning, thou art cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nation. Any, when you hear these songs they sing today, you hear music and use Lucifer, son of the morning. They are glorifying the devil, so when they die, they are going to meet him because their inspiration came from him. That's why I keep on saying that 
you need to watch what you take, what you do. Because if you watch what you do, you will dictate whether you are of God or you are not of God. There is no say I'm with the devil and with God. There is no middle ground. Now, let me, let's go down. He said, that cut down to the ground which did weaken the nation. In verse 13, says, for thou hast said in the heart, I will ascend where? Into heaven. He fell from there. He said, I want to go back. But look at what happened. He said, I will exalt my throne above the stars of heaven. I will sit also upon the mountain of the congregation in the side of the north. Then look at what God said. Now, this is what Lucifer was saying. I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. And I'll be like the most high. Yet thou shalt be brought down where? By where? To the side. What I was trying to say that if you notice in Job chapter 26, verse 5, where you read, when this earth shall be wiped away, the only thing that God will not allow into the millennium is the sea. I taught you, I taught you about that here. It's the sea. Why? The reason why God will not allow the sea to exist is because underneath the sea is where hell is located. There is a crest. There's a, there's a, there's a layer that divides the, the earth, the water, and the crest, and then underneath is hell. Why did God have to put water so that the burning flame, the heat in hell, will not burn you and I that are on earth? Now, why is it that not, you've never woken any day and the sun burns you? Because under the sun, God made clouds. And in those clouds are waters. God used the water to cold, to cold the earth. That is why the Bible says to the children of Israel, God was a pillar of fire by night to hinder the wild cold to kill them in the wilderness in the night. Why a pillar by cloud in the day so that the sun will not scorch them? That's why the suns will not smite you by day. Not the moon by night. You see where that promise came from? God never makes a mistake. So underneath it, he's dead. That's why in hell, they are crying for water. They can't have water because water is the dew of heaven. It's the blessing from heaven. Why is water the blessing from heaven? Because it coming from God. Satan has been denied anything that comes from God. That's why when he came to the garden, he came with one agenda. Death. Now, you'll be wondering why is it that David had to kill Goliath? And David used this word, I will feed, what? Thee to the fowls of the air. The valley they were fighting was the valley of angels. So what God was telling our generation, that some of you don't know if yourself you read it, is that no angelical power will prevail over you. That was why David said, come to me, I will show you how we do to people who come against us. And that was why when he, he said, you come to me with a stone? Am I a dog? That is a big significance. He's saying to himself that I'm filthy. And the Bible said before he got, he knew what was happening. Is the same stone that a replica of what Jacob placed his head. Meaning that he threw the stone and God connected the heavens and the earth together 
and timed his forehead. Because remember, it was a, there was a descending and what? An ascending. So God had to pull him down. Whatever Satan sowed in your family, it is destroyed. There are places some of us are staying. That's why you can never prosper. Because those places have been sold to angels. There are places when they fell. That's why any place where you have a lot of mountains, they are underneath there. Because remember, the side of the mountain, the scripture doesn't make mistake. If you go to a mountainous zone, there are more satanic forces there than on the valley. Because mountainous zones are where the demons really fell into. Because if you look at this, say, by the side of the mountain, they have kept that word because Satan can never take anything away from the, because he, will not, he cannot establish any cause. So what am I saying? You are either for life or for what? Or for death. Now, you will notice something. Let me play a little bit. To what I was saying. The sheep is the most humble thing you can meet. And there's one thing God said to me that, that changed my heart. He said the sheep, because he's so humble, he can be easily deceived. It can be easily deceived. And he can stray away. The word stray. Can we not know? It can be following anybody without knowing where he's going. And he's just following. Except he has a shepherd. He never ha a sheep never has a direction. Write that down. A sheep never has a direction without a shepherd. The sheep never has a direction without a shepherd. You will notice this about the sheep. Huh? The sheep never has a direction without a shepherd. That's why uh, what David was said in in. Psalm 23. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. Then he says, the benefit of me having a shepherd, I will not want. Then he says, not only will I want, he maketh me to what? In green pastures. You will notice something happened. When the disciples, the crowd kept on looking for Jesus in the mountain. The Bible says, he asked them to sit. And then when they sat, they sat on what? On green grass. Where did the grass come from? He had to prepare green grass because he's the good shepherd. And I cannot, I cannot see why God decided to give us green carpet. He never makes mistake. Our chairs were green. So he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Now, you will notice one other thing about the sheep is that the sheep always look for good leadership. Write that down. The sheep always look for good leadership. Now, I will explain the goats here after I do this. The goat always look for competition. Because if somebody is not leading you, you are competing with the person. And the Bible says they that compete against themselves are what? Are not wise. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. Somebody open. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. 
Second Corinthians. This information I'm giving you. Uh huh. Yes. Uh huh. What? And not wise. The Bible is saying when you when you get to the brethren, you see somebody that is doing great. Don't look at what they are doing. Rather, bless God for what God has given them. Because the Bible says, if you compare yourself with the shoe, the pastor, like some of you say, I want to wear pastor shoes. It's expensive. And somebody looked at me the other day and said, How I say it's expensive. You have $120, go and buy it. He said, that's a pill. That's a pill. I said, you can't you can afford it, man. Stop asking me. Pick, start from somewhere. One day, everything in this world is time. There is, when God knows that you have learned how to keep time, he brings the supernatural. Because this earth is made, the Bible says there is a season and a time for everything. There's a time to cook, there's a time to eat, there's a time to sleep, there's a time to bear, there's a time to, there's even a time to die. But God is saying that when you learn how to keep time, when your time is worked, he comes in with the supernatural. That's why you can't compare yourself with what the next person does. The sheep, the sheep learns, one, one of the things I found out, and that's why when somebody begins to exhibit those characteristics of a goat, I just stay away from them. It's contagious. Evil is very contagious. If you be around people that are fighting, you will do the same thing they do. Oh, yes, yes, you can. Yes, you can. The Bible says, I know, you're talking to the baby. I know you, you're talking to the baby. I know. Yeah, you, you will tell the baby, no. You, you have to understand that these things exist. Evil communication. The Bible did say that I didn't say it. Amen, somebody. There are three characteristics of the goat. Please write this down. Three characteristics of the goat. Three. Number one is manipulation. The goat knows how to manipulate. The goat knows how to manipulate. Any one of you here that have the, the spirit of manipulation is broken tonight in Jesus' name. Manipulation means to make an unfair judgment. To make an unfair judgment of character and skill. Sometimes some people can use their character to manipulate you. Meanwhile, they might be looking at something. Meanwhile, I saw you, they look at say, Well, you looking at me? So, oh, yes, yeah, 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 you're the one. Meanwhile, they were looking at something else. Manipulation by character. Sometimes, if it's not character, it's by skill. I have always told us that anything God gives us should be to his glory, not to your gain. Because if you put it in the hands of God, he always turns around to multiply it for you. Number two. The God can, it has the power of intimidation. You see somebody want to intimidate you. Like how many of you remember when we were building, in one, we started building in 1742. That guy was a goat. He was a big goat. 
a big one, a big one, he said, with the horn wrapped to his head. The, the, the goat, I leave the, the ram is the big brother of the sheep. That was why when God was asking uh, Abraham to give him his son, God said, okay, rather than me taking your son, I will give you something better, the ram. Ram means restore an anointed ministry. I think I've taught you here. I taught you here one time ago. Yeah. It's just that you forgot. Ram means restore an anointed ministry. He restored, God restored his service to him. Because it was through Isaac, the nations of the world was blessed. So, you would say something that he was so cunning. He was very... He, Came one day there to intimidate me. He didn't know that I was the type that he, he uh, that was the part none of you did not know about me. That day I confronted him at the door. I knew, you know, the Bible say, happy is the man has his quavel full. He shall not be afraid, but shall speak against the enemy at the gate. So I said, wait for me on the gate. So when I, <laughs> some of you didn't know what I was doing. I was, uh, you must know the scripture to attack the devil. So when I got to the gate, I said, what do you want? You know, when, they, when you stand against a bully, and I was in his face, I was in his nose. I was, when he said, I was in his nose. He was shocked. He wouldn't have been able to beat me. I'm telling you, at that point, I had double. Someone will say, this man is a rascal. No, I'm not. I stood in, I mean, I was in his nose. I was in his nose. I said, if he had done anything, I would have, I knew what to do. He said it was a box. I would have blown all his teeth out of his mouth. <laughs> I wanted to, you know, you know, you can't, you can't steal from God. He had been, I mean, he stole so much and I, God will help him. The other day I prayed for him, I don't know why. Okay, intimidation means to make an opponent feel timid and afraid. Intimidation means to make an opponent feel timid and afraid. That's why you can, Bible says perfect love, what? Because what? Fear had torment. You should learn not to be afraid. Now, the last one, our time is gone, is domination. These are three characteristics of a goat. Domination means to use skillful act to rule, to sway, to control others against a good cause. Domination. Sometimes like that. What, 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 what you talking about? I mean, I'm the child. Anytime you tell people you are in charge, you've lost that control. How many of you know that sometimes when you do something, I just come and not look at you. I never say, do you know who is in charge yet? I've lost it. I never. If I have something, I say, meet me in my office. And if I know, yeah, that's the best place to really handle you. I said, meet me in my office. Because when you know and you get there, your legs will be shaking. Because me and God are there. We live there. And then guess what? If you do not go, 
Huh? I tell them push him out. That's an intruder. How many of you know that? I, I, I don't, all I need to tell, I say, Big Donald, push him. Big Donald, say, I can't let go. I, that's all I need to I say, Big Donald, push him out. I said, Big Donald, push him out. He said, Come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. He will throw you out. I only need to tell him once. I don't tell him twice. He hears that part of say, pull him out. And then, you know, when we're having that problem, he told that guy over there, I don't want to call him because who knows who will listen to this. Because these messages are going so far. I'm telling you, it's going far and wide. Sometimes you don't know who will listen. He said, who pastor are you talking to? Man, you, you lost your mind. I'm ready to take you out. I said, no, 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 no. Let me let God fight this. How many of you know sometimes when you know for a fact that somebody is evil, stand to their face by the grace of God. Don't let them. Don't fear. Your fear should fear you. I will stop here because it's too much to talk about. Are you with me tonight? Somebody say, I won't be a goat. I will be a sheep. <laughs> say one more time. know what you see when you say this look at your note and begin to claim the things that a sheep will do the reason why some of your blessings are delayed is because the characteristic of, of a goat is still in you and God when God gives you a blessing these three things will always show these three things will always show and these three things that show manipulation, intimidation, domination God doesn't like it because if God gives you a blessing it should just be oh God bless me more is coming God said to me last time I was praying, he said, among the people that are still waiting, he said, there is no reason why he won't meet your needs. Somebody said, whatever I'm asking from God, asking from is, God coming is coming forth. Say one more time. Whatever I'm asking from God, what? Is coming forth. If you are asking God for what? For a car is coming. If you are asking God for a house, is coming. You know, if you are asking God for money, it is coming. Tomorrow you'll be surprised with a blessing. You'll be surprised with a blessing. Whoa. Glory is in the building. This is the first time I'm smiling. <laughs> Glory is in the building. Somebody say, I'm rising up. Say, I'm rising up. Say, I'm rising up. The devil cannot steal what God has given to man. 